If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. I was so, felt so positive being called a queen above 18 and how he was so, made me feel good about myself. And I, I just That's thought I'm the in Lord. the chat room with him. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. All right, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. Uh, another great episode. Get those uh, voice messages into us at 818-253-1693. And of course, the emails at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. We have too much, too much, too many emails, too much good stuff, Christina I B. can't wait. I know. It, there white problems, yellow problems, brown problems? All, there's white and brown, a lot of white <laughs> and brown, I must tell you. Um, and uh, one of the brown problems you and I solved with a great experiment by uh, breaking Tom into multiple pieces, oh putting him in the hospital constipating him and then what happened oh my god what did you learn because of tom's oh my god you're right because we called you from so tom's in the hospital he broke his arm and he broke his he snapped a tendon in his knee playing basketball with bert didn't he break his patella also i don't know he snapped a tendon under it he can't bend it for six weeks that's what i I heard there was a patella fracture too and that's cool that's a worser injury it's way worse hey man listen it's all fucked all right my husband is bed bound he can't get up to shit. So thank you, 2020. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the worst year. So any hoodles, he hasn't shit since Tuesday. This mm-hmm. is a week now. Yeah, when the accident happened because they're pumping him full of Dilaudid and all yeah. these oxies. Yep, and he can't so, get up to the toilet anyway. He has to shit in a bedpan, which has got to be fun for him. So <laughs> here's the fun part: is that he was farting an awful lot because they pumped him full of colase. Farting and- a lot and. They did not push the shit out. The Thank farts you. did Thank not put. I know. I couldn't believe they, it. They called me Drew. to tell to tell me he was farting, and I said, and "What have you learned? What have you learned?" Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was shocked that farts did not push the shit out. You're right. It, there's no causal relation. There's it's not, just mm-hmm. what do they call it in your community? The medical association. 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 But when he finally did brown, the brown came down, and he was. Oh, he got to it. Good. Oh, good. It and, must have hurt too. Oh, it was hurtful, and uh. it was smelly, and. <laughs> I'm glad he, you were there for it. Oh, I was there for Congratulations. it. I was there. I helped. I helped. Oh, no. He had to shit in one of those, you know. Bedpans? Oh, commodes. We tried the bedpan. No go. Commode. The, it was a nightmare. Getting, you had to hold his leg up while he's... I, I wiped and held everything up. No, I smelled you were it. such a great wife. I know. I, I'm i going to ask for stuff after this. I don't know what. <laughs> you think you think blowjobs was a tall order? I know. I mean, come on now. For better you, or for worse. You, and welcome, this is worse. you welcome those days again. Fuck, I know. Just, that, just a BJ. Just a week ago, my life was so much easier with mm-hmm. that. But um, he is recovering. He's in a great place and they're taking good care of him, thankfully. And um, oh, but then the the neat part too is I'm in the hospital with him yesterday mm-hmm. and I ordered a delicious sushi lunch. This was neat. Very this is neat. the neatest part. Mm-hmm. And I get my roll. I walk by the way, I risk my life to get it. I had the Postmates deliver it right next to the ER entrance. The COVID entrance. The COVID entrance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need a good lunch. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck if I get this. COVID. Thank you for bringing the COVID here today. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm biting into my beautiful Matsuhisa hand roll. I mean, it was exquisite. And I feel my front mm-hmm. tooth just, you know when you feel it in your head yes. when a dental thing happens? Mm-hmm. And I look at Tom and I go, is it gone? <laughs> He's like, your tooth is gone. <laughs> so my we tooth, a, there it is. My fucking veneer came off, uh, and I had to call the dentist and go get the veneer glued back on. Of course, I said that on Instagram that he beat that. me. He didn't, but that's what it looks like under when they shave down your teeth. I saw that. And I thought, oh, it's got to be a joke, right? Right. <sighs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Hey man, it's 2020. It's the end of a perfect year, and well, it, this is. I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> that's Christina P as a cool guy. You got, you've got, the, you've got the teeth now. I got the teeth. You just pop up all your veneers, and you could be a cool guy. You're right. So I think that's why I'm so judgmental of people that don't fix their teeth because I'm so, I'm so into it. Like I'm like, do oh. not. How can you walk around without a front tooth? It's terrible. It's painful. Oh yeah. You know it's yeah. Sucks. You're not a little bit into it. 
I'm, al- I'm obsessed with <laughs> these chompers. Obsessed. These are good. And then you sit from on high and judge everyone else's teeth. I so do. Because mm-hmm. even when I was broke, I was like, here's teeth, a credit baby. card. Fix the teeth. <laughs> these are the these are the money makers. Look. Yeah, I know. They're great. They're oh, awesome. How many of those are yours? The Just um, everything except a couple of crowns down here. I ate a lot of Mentos. What do you mean Mentos. everything? We know there's some stuff going on up well, front. Well, everything but, yeah, these two are fake. Ah. And then I ate a lot of candy in high school when I lost mm. these two molars to root canals. Everything else is mine. All right, good How job. about you? What you got? I got some stuff going on down here, veneer. Everything else, great. Everything's mine. Yeah, lucky. I, I cracked my teeth and uh, the cap popped off or something. And then it was like, eh. We're, we're, getting, we're getting into this now. Let's just do yeah. the whole thing. Once you, see, the thing is just once you damage them, it's over. Yeah, Like yeah. I broke half of my this tooth out as a kid and that's why it's I have It's a new podcast, just dental talk. I, that's why we do <laughs> a dental update on YMH because I it's so boring but not. Like I kind of love talking about this <laughs> I know shit. you do. It's a little abnormal. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's the but, only thing I have control I, over. But I love through. making you happy. So, <laughs> so, it's so Especially Thanks. in the face of what you're dealing with. Oh my God. So, so do you want to recap for people that maybe haven't visited on any of the other podcasts what exactly happened here? Yeah, and, okay. And, um, you know. So from what I understand, I got a call from my husband on Tuesday around eight o'clock. He was in an ambulance and he's like, they're, I broke my arm. They're taking me to an ambulance. I'm fine. I'm like, you're not <laughs> fine if you're in an ambulance. My husband's an idiot. He thought he was Was it him or was it Bert? To be fair, should we blame Bert it's or both Brain both these idiots. Them together is a bad combo. You need to understand that the potential for shenanigans is truly unlimited. Sort of see also infinity. Right, because so don't do not do not sit there and think, oh, is this enough now? Because the answer is no. Yeah, the answer is no. So, yeah, I think they just they're having a hard time comprehending that they're in their forties and they can't do what they did in their twenties. He's in the fucking hospital. It's horrible. And when you know, if you remember early on, he was resisting to going to the hospital. That's when <laughs> that's when I was freaking out. That's the best part. <laughs> uh, not resisting, Drew. He checked himself. I, I understand. Out and, of the ER. And and you were uh, you, you were you were going along with it. You I didn't were, know. I didn't. I, I, I hadn't like, seen him yet. I'm sorry. He's going to the hospital. You know, back in the day before there was things like orthopedic surgery, people would get injuries like this and lie in bed and die. They would get pneumonia and blood clots and all kinds of things. And so I'm like, no, he's going to the hospital. Do you understand? Do you hear me? Well, he's going to go to the orthopedist. I go, and immediately <laughs> after that, he's going to the hospital. I know. And of course, he goes to the orthopedist. The guy's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why aren't you in the hospital? So I mean, I'll let them get into the details, but yeah. just getting him back into the hospital was crazy. I, I mean, know, how I do know. you move a bear with a broken half side of his body? <laughs> it was like, and our, our house is nothing but stairs. And, and little kids jumping around. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's all good, though. We're on the other end, hopefully. Are we? You feeling okay? No, I think the, the, no. the, the dental <laughs> no. stuff. Yeah, I'm fucked. I mean, uh, but I'm, I'm glad to be here with you and to get my mind off of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I want to make sure you're okay. Because I called you a couple <laughs> times. I'm, I'm more worried about you than him. He's on pain oh. meds. He's been taken care of. He's going to be fine. I know. But you're the one sort of holding up your atlas. You know, I know, I know. Holding all together. Well, you know what? I've got a you got to hold your mom's house together, oh, your kids together, your husband. You have to help him shit. I know. And wipe his ass. Well, let me and tell this you could go on for a while. For at least at least six to eight weeks. At least with the leg. Mm, Two the, years. Uh, no, no. Um, Five uh, no, the month, the month. A month. It's, it's going to be a suck. nasty month. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, Drew. At six weeks, you'll have mastered all this stuff. So, oh, yes, yeah. tell me something. Is that I am a tough Eastern European motherfucker. You see, I wear my fucking three stripes today, homie, yeah. because nothing can get me down, uh-huh. bitches. These Americans, they cry about shit. Mm-hmm. Not me, bitch. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm standing in front of the fucking ICU ordering my sushi. Fuck you, COVID. Hey, fuck you, 2020. I'm on this shit. I. I handle. I think it, it's, I handle. Es- it's especially meaningful in the track outfit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, this is like my that. power, dude. This yeah. is my super I think whatever, uniform. yeah, whatever further rational evolution uh, imagery <laughs> we get, you've got to be in an Adidas outfit. Of course. This is, Maybe this both is of us. the symbol of toughness. Uh-huh. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Thank you. How have you been? Well, I haven't seen you in a while. I know. I missed you. Um, I've been all right. I've been a little depressed. You know, yeah. just the COVID thing gets me freaked out a little well, bit especially I, now we just got a special text that we're supposed to shelter in place or whatever it's like <laughs> fuck you it's like well, enough it's so exhausting because if everything is an emergency then nothing is an emergency this is my point which yeah. is they were sheltering us at place when we were literally at one tenth this volume of cases <laughs> right know. so and by the way at one tenth this 
outbreak, the current outbreak, the words were grim, staggering, <laughs> shattering, cataclysmic. Well, what do we call this that we're in now? I don't, there's no way to and measure it. And the other problem, <laughs> it's infinity. The other thing is everyone who, everyone in this part of the country knows someone who's been sick and they're all fine. You know. Uh, what did you learn going through the COVID unit Okay, here's what, here's what I'll tell you. So I did, I did go through it yesterday yeah. and I went with someone who worked at the facility and mm -hmm. I go, how many people are in the ICU? 108. How many were here last week? He said like 10. So yes, the numbers are scaling bigger, yes. and, but I'll and tell you. they need you, to expand their capacity, which they're doing good for Which them. is yeah. huge hospitals. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, the people I saw getting wheeled around were elderly folks. Like 80 plus, Yo. 85 plus. Yo. Yeah. So that's who ends up in the Like they would have broken a hip anyways and been there for some other shit, okay? Right, right. So, and so here we are in, a, in Panicsville. Um, I got a text from Mark Garagos, who's an attorney, that oh. he's suing on behalf of the restaurant organization I think they should. for non-evidence-based uh, draconian measures. I want to go out. There's a little loophole here. I think you should join us for this. Oh. I got a friend who's a restaurateur. It's open the restaurant and as a political demonstration, sit down and have a dinner with our, with our flags. <laughs> We're demonstrating. We're, it's, our, it's our first minute privilege oh, to demonstrate. Oh, that's right. And you're allowed to go to church now and you're allowed yeah, to so, protest. So. Right. My protest will be having a steak dinner. It's a great idea. And, uh, you want to join us? I'd love to join and you. And we will all stand up. Hey, we, bitch. We, we will, we, In we'll my wear our, We'll wear our trucks. <laughs> Defiance. And we will have... Yeah. I, my son, who's a law student, said, it'd be better if we, had, we created a flag. Oh. So how about one of our... It's a great idea. With three stripes instead yeah. <laughs> of... What is it, 13 for the colonies? Just, I don't know. But the thing is, um, there is no evidence that... Um, that that you're right there's no evidence supporting None. and i keep asking for just please one piece one of study time, one evidence one piece of one study one it's the only study they have some. is they have a study in uh arkansas where these two women got covid were sick for a week cut hair for a week and wearing a mask and doing all the good things they do in salons the transmission rate was zero yeah, so well, there's a study. So that stuff works. That's a study. Yeah. Uh, by the same token, they have indoor restaurant data that shows that that's a problem, which is why they specified all the outdoor things. Yeah. And then they just arbitrarily, with no evidence. My favorite was um, Gavin Newsom's tweet over Thanksgiving. Hey guys, don't forget to wear your mask in between bites. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I, and the vaccine is like, it's in maybe next. Let's like, talk about like, that. I'm going to go get it as fast as I can. So I'm either going to get it because I'm in the 1A group. There's, I, as a healthcare provider, I'm going to be in that group. So it's if exciting. I get it quick, I'm going to get it. Or I'm going to go on the Johnson & Johnson uh, phase three for their vaccine. I signed up for that too. And I signed my wife up for it because you can get it really easily. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. At Cedars, they were saying that next week that the healthcare, these people will be getting it. And, uh, but a lot of the staff in. are afraid to take it. Oh. Word on the I'll street take is... Theirs. I'll take theirs. Fine. No problem. <laughs> done a done. Well, what? because there was one study that it does neurological damage. Oh, stop but it. what did you say? Don't yeah. stop it. You said these people are pussies. They're weak. <laughs> I didn't say they're pussies are weak. I said they they, they looked <laughs> at it. They've proceeded. It's fine. It's it must fine. be French. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, these pussies. <laughs> so uh, yeah. uh, every time you do your Eastern European thing, there's yeah. that young woman out there that does the imitations of you, which I think oh, are yeah. so freaking hysterical. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. <laughs> She keeps do, she keeps coming up with more. Does she? I haven't yes. been paying attention to anything. Oh, yes. I'll, What's her I'll name? Check her out. Uh, Dom, I think I you know forget. who she is. She she has she just she studies. She's like that. Kayla. Yeah. Yeah. She studies you like she's watching the like the Zabruder tapes. She's <laughs> right. like studying you. Like, Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's good. Okay. All right. Well, let's, we'll see it. Let's, let's, should we uh, help people with their? And we can. We can. Yellow, you, white, you and brown. You want you want silliness. The flag should be yellow, white, and brown. How about each of the different uh, I Adidas? I know yellow, white, and brown <laughs> so. for a show. I know I want to help someone else. But get out of my head. Here we go. Uh, hey, hey, Hitler. Uh, I've got a cool <laughs> girlfriend who loves to do the nasty blah, blah, blah. The only issue, she is not like uh, Mrs. Pinsky. She doesn't do uh -oh. BJs because uh -oh. she's terrified of white. Yeah. I had an idea of getting my prostate removed. Oh, no. So I could get BJ after BJ and have to worry about the white. Is that a good idea? <laughs> You know the answer to that. That would get rid of your white, but that's not a good Is idea. It's afraid? a big operation. I think she's afraid of swallowing the white. I think that yeah, might be... Yeah, and by the way, your your male compatriots really don't care about don't that part. Don't give a shit, unless no. they're Bert. Bert gets personally offended if Leanne doesn't swallow it. What? Because he thinks it's a part of him, and she explained, she explained on where my mom's at, that he needs to feel like 
she takes him in. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a boy. Such a psycho. He's such a child. Uh, Did you hear we discovered where his uh, quicksand porn came from? No. Oh. So I was interviewing Leanne and she said he's got this fetish around quicksand and boobs and quicksand. <laughs> I started, and Nadav threw up a, I said something, but it's got to be Gilligan's Island because that's yes. where you, you run into quicksand all the time. Yeah, yeah. And lo, lo and behold, there were some quicksand episodes with Ginger and Marianne with their boobs sticking out stuck in the quicksand and he confirmed. Isn't and, that funny? And that's what's funny is the 12 to 14, 14 yeah. year old male. Wait till your little boys grow up. Be careful what you expose them to yeah, because yeah, yeah. it becomes a thing if they, if it's stimulating in just the, just that yeah. special way. I talk about on Where My Mom's At how um, you get cartoon crushes very early. Oh, yeah, that's true. And my first one was Mighty Mouse when I was oh, like yeah. five. I just thought he was so... Here I come to yeah, save the day. He's handsome and valiant and like... <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> weird thing of being attracted to a cartoon animal... Although it is an everything, anthropomorphized. Everything. Yeah, it's so weird. What is that about? You know what? They all have all these exaggerated features, right? And your yeah. little brain is sort of geared up to, to be attracted to some of those features and the cartoon they, uh, amplifies it. Yeah. And there you go. And the, the, like for the for the young males, the females are hyper-femaleized, right? Yeah. And Jessica Rabbit or whatever. Oh my God, you know? yeah. And, and so their little brains kind of can't handle it and off they go. Interesting. So interesting. I, I'm oh. sure I had some of that too. I oh can't yeah. Who were. was your first cartoon crush? Re- Think back. What I, were you watching as a kid? What was cool? Penelope Pitstop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know that reference. We shouldn't. It's is. way too long ago. Let's uh, see. Pen- oh whoa. yeah, dude. She was. Oh, I remember her. What cartoon was this? I remember this as a kid. It's the like Perils sk- of Penelope, Pit- Penelope Pitstop. She's hot, dude. Yeah, man. Dude, uh, she's smoking, bro. That's what I'm saying. She's smoke show. Oh, but anyway, your fear of white, I think she's afraid of swallowing the white. Yeah. So, Dispose of it wherever you will. Yeah, I have a little tricky trick. Ooh. You just spit it into your hand and wipe it on the, uh, on the bed. Or have a nice plant nearby or something. <laughs> or something, something. Like Weinstein it. Uh, question about the potency of white. Uh, 25-year-old woman, boyfriend, five years, 30. He told me that he was going through puberty. One of his nuts descended late, and the doctor said he needed some sort of procedure done or was unlikely he would have children. He never had the procedure done. We're wondering if it did affect oh. the potency of his white. It could. I also have polycystic ovarian disease. Don't know. We don't use birth control. <laughs> are we needlessly risky? Yes. Are our chances of getting pregnant as low as I think they are? I have no idea. I mean, they're yes, they're somewhat reduced by the polycystic ovarian disease, a little bit. And him having one non-descended testy, he still has a testy at full strength. So I would say consider yourself uh, at risk. Yeah. Every woman I know who's like, well, I was on birth control. I have this thing and my husband has this thing. And we got pregnant. That's yeah. every story of every girl who gets pregnant. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yes. How did that happen? Yeah. I dig her down. <laughs> that just made my day again. me reading something. <laughs> I got COVID. Um, <laughs> I, want, I want your opinion on this, Christina. Yep. I hate my cervix with a passion. Okay. Sounds rational. It's sensitive as hell to even a tap from the penis, enough to make yeah. me feel like I'm being stabbed. Yes. I cannot do doggy style with anyone any longer than maybe five inches because it's too deep in that position. Feels like I'm dying uh, with every thrust. And of course, men... Think it's awesome? We're so screwed up. You guys are like, that's awesome. We're like, look at the noise she's making. Look what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, it's so good. Is there anything can be done to get the yes. doggy I deserve? Yes. Okay. It's called Side Meat Mommy. Ooh, you guys what? are going to lay. Side me, mommy. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This might be something we have utilized in our private life uh, when mommy was very pregnant. Side um, meat, mommy. Tom and Who Kane, named like it that? 80 pounds. We did. So side meat, mommy. No, no. It had to come from somebody first. Oh, because when you lay on your side is when your fat comes comes out but more who, 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 and then and who then first labeled it side meat mom i think i don't remember we were together at the sounds time sounds like a christina thing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but we i you know anyways See, if I, tom thought that he wouldn't say it out loud that's true that i think i said something even tom so you're gonna lay on your side and he's gonna spoon you and then he's gonna put his peener in that way and that should be a shallower thrust i'm surprised that doggy gives her that kind of pain because doesn't doggy Make it makes a shallower thrust as well. Missionary would hurt more, I imagine, it, on the cervix. It depends on the person and how they're uh, sort how of they're angled built. and stuff. Yeah. So find the angle that works. Yeah. Right. You got to work on it. That's Do a right. shallower she, position. Right. She has a shallow vagina, and yeah, I, I'm actually kind of worried about the cervix itself. I mean, does she have oh, inflammation of the cervix? Does she have endometriosis? Is there something 
that's uh, upstream from that a little bit that's making things uncomfortable. Push it out the surface. Yeah, so take a look My at that. My boyfriend has a pretty big dick. <laughs> Thank you for recording all this stuff. And, and um, <laughs> yeah, have your have your vagina like that. People, um, some women like the the cervical the hit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's sort of there's a bunch of nerves in there, so it can be good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've at the times it's I just happened. I know what Christina's opinion is. Uh, uh, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like an electrical shock. It's not. It's not pleasant for me. Interesting. So maybe for her too. Yeah. Boyfriend has all kinds of abnormal anatomically. He was a child in the 80s. He had to have his appendix removed. The surgeon was shocked to find it was, wasn't was in the right place. He has a scar in his lower abdomen where it should have been, but according to him, his mother and the surgeon and his mother ended up <laughs> elbow deep in his body because his appendix was up under his rib cage. He also has what feels like a second breastbone on the right side of his chest, like a bony growth. Is he just an alien? So uh, appendices can end up all over the place. Uh, what? Yeah, they flip around, they move, they they just, it's not that it was where it was, it was anatomically we were supposed to do, but it flipped up under his diaphragm. Wow. And when it's inflamed and stuff, it can get stuck up there and whatever. And I've seen people that uh, we think they're having poly, uh, ovarian, uh, tubal ovarian abscess, ends up being an appendix that just flipped over onto the Damn, onto the, the body, it's I a floating organ. Yeah, so that's not all that weird, all that abnormal, that's all. I have a stupid question. Yeah. Sometimes I get severe gas pains under my rib cage, and I mean hmm. under my rib cage. I take like gas sex and it, I fart and then it's gone. So I know it's gas. Under, on the left side? Oh, under both, rib cage. I get, it's gas. I know it because I get after I eat ice cream. If I lay down, That makes I no get... sense. That makes, because <laughs> after you eat ice cream, the ice cream is in your stomach. And your stomach is not connected to your, I mean. It's, it feels it's, like it's under my ribs. My which stomach, is where your stomach is. Okay, so but the guess. farting and all that is way downstream hours yeah. later. Well, so the farting, so I take like semethicone, right? That's the component, yeah. phase I'm saying. Yeah. And then it pushes the fart down. The no, pain goes no, away. It doesn't push the fart down. It might, it might help with the gas accumulation that somehow you're getting from the ice cream. I don't know why. Ah. But uh, the, the fart is hours away from getting to your colon. It Gosh, doesn't get So what is this mystery? I don't know. Maybe it just stimulates your... You, there's something called the gastrocolic reflex. Oh. Certain things can stimulate your stomach, like hot coffee that then yes, stimulate yes, the yes. colon to do stuff and then farts can emerge. Oh, wow. See? Gosh, See, it's my mind all is blown, yeah. Chest bone connected to the... <laughs> wow. I uh, got herpes about a year ago. I take suppressive meds every day. Just having a tough time getting close to someone again. Almost stopped completely looking for a partner. Uh, confidence is in the shitter. Any tips? And our BJ's just not a thing for me anymore. This, is this a male? Sounds like On the it. ween. Yeah, the male. Um, it's, it's an interesting question. Yeah. So he's he's appropriately trying to not expose other people to this thing. Yeah, he so you take something every day to suppress the medicine, virus. Which suppresses it like 96%, but That's not, amazing. not 100%. So he should be using a condom on top of that, right? And even then it's not 100%. He's got to at least tell partners that. And uh, BJ's... That transmission is pretty unusual. It's probably if somebody's on suppressive medication. Okay. But, but if there's it, an outbreak or he's about can, to have you one. You can do it. You can send it to somebody's mouth. So it's not zero. Yeah. It's not zero. It, and it, weirdly, I've seen I've seen lots of outbreaks in people's mouths and they're like, oh, it's just my mouth. And weirdly, the same infection on their, on their genitalia, they freak out about. Well, yeah, because there's more shame about your genitals. It's the same infection. I know, but... I think it's more painful too on your genitals. Right? Uh, no, the throat ones can be pretty horrible. On your throat. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess the point is maybe maybe you're not going to get a beach unless you get into a serious relationship. Yes. And you can, Don't worry you about can tell that. when you're getting um, an, a burst, right? A, a herpes album. Yeah, yeah. They, there tell. can be sometimes, but sometimes the viral shedding precedes all that. So you have to be careful. But it, it's very, very common. And uh, I'm glad he doesn't feel just, just you know completely devastated by it. He's still yeah. trying to go out there and stuff. That's good. It's um, tough. I have explosive shits every morning, regardless of what I eat. As soon as I finish breakfast, I'm just destroying the toilet. <laughs> some, 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 I knew this cool. make you happy. I knew this. Make, sometimes <sighs> multiple trips. Uh, Annie, is this you? Did you send this in? No, well, Annie's well, the when opposite. He, when he does it, it's multiple trips. Oh. Uh, this doesn't happen any other time of the day. What's the problem? Again, that's that gastrocolic reflex. Gastrocolic reflex. Hits warm stuff, hits your stomach. Here it comes. And, it, yeah. and by the way, it's been working its way down all night and stuff. And so. Oh, so, so you stimulate that. Yeah. So yeah. I want to go back to a little, do a little rational revolution. Sure, I'd love to. Let's talk about because stuff. Um, I, I need your help. Sure. Uh, hmm. We're in an outbreak. 
Yeah. We need to be careful. We need to be adults. We need I, thought, to be, I thought you meant herpes for a second. No, no, no. It, 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 of the, the You're COVID like, we're virus, in a herpes outbreak. The COVID now. outbreak. And it's interesting how herpes is not people. Got be, herpes on the mind. Adam started doing a, a Adam Carolla started doing a, a, a poll. Uh, herpes or COVID, which would you rather get? COVID. Right. Which tells you how mild <laughs> COVID is. Oh, that's such a good game. Right? What do yeah. you guys take? Herpes or COVID? I'll take COVID. I know because herpes keeps coming back. So, so, so think about it. You're willing to get COVID <laughs> over a rash. Well, if you, yeah. Over a rash, a, rash, a recurrent but, rash. But that, that it still has psychological I trauma. I understand it. There's all this okay, stigmatizing polio, stuff. Polio, <laughs> polio or herpes. Herpes. In a minute, In herpes. In a second, that's right. Yeah. So doesn't that tell you where Scale. COVID stands relative yeah. to other yes. illnesses? Yes, 100%. Right? And that these, these, these things that bring things into focus is what I've been sort of ruminating about these days. Mm. And unfortunately, I've got my father in my head. This is what I want to help you with. So mm. I've got all this mm. Eastern European background. Yeah, too, I love right? it. And so I need, I need help from your heritage. Okay, okay. Yeah. You need and, me to make you stronger. I, probably, <laughs> or something. And, and so he is a good Ukrainian Jew, and he, he was yeah. a very fine family practitioner, and he died a few years ago. And I know, I'm, I, it's literally, he's talking to me. Yes. He would be going, Drew, shut everything down for a, a flu? The flu? A, Does he have an flu? accent, your dad? No. He he's goes, but, he'd be, but I'm sure he'd bring one in if you needed to, for a fact. <laughs> uh, for, the, for the flu? He goes, yeah. we had polio. It was killing yeah. children. That, and we didn't close society down. for. And I watched yeah. thousands of kids. I, they're clo- the flu. He, he just would be, he would, he'd die again. He would die a second death. <laughs> it, it would absolutely yeah, kill him. And so I, he's in me and it's making me a fucking gadfly around here because I'm taking issue with everything that the government is doing because I, I want an evidence base for what they're doing. And yep. that's what we need in the rational yep. recovery is evidence for what I we do. I agree. Evidence-based. And if you look at the mortality rate, which is, and I think too, it's, it's helpful to understand how doctors talk and think. Well, here's the one way we think. This is one of the things that's driving me yeah, crazy. Yeah. Is we think do no harm, right? right? Do no harm, do no harm, do no harm. I've beaten up a thousand residents uh, mm-hmm. in internal medicine over this where they've, I've gone, why'd you do that? And they go, I had to do something. Don't ever say that to me again. Mm. I had to do something is how you kill patients. Mm. I had to do something is how you harm people. Tell me what, you, what the evidence basis for doing something in that moment was. Defend it. That's fine. But I had to do something is totally unacceptable. But that's the rationale now, right? For Gavin all the public health yeah. actions. They have to do something. They do literally have said out loud, I've heard it multiple times, the public health officials going, we have to do something. That those, it makes me, it, it crushes me when I hear that because it's like, you people are not, now I know why you have to have a physician in that job. Because yeah. these are all sociologists and epidemiologists making these decisions. They have no fucking idea how to make a decision like well this. And, and also nobody knows if is locking yourself in the house necessarily better than going about our it, business it suggests worse the data yeah su- the evidence suggests worse so that's what i'm hearing I, I mean here here's my fundamental problem why do we have to use a sledgehammer when we actually have scalpels hanging around right we know for instance in, in los angeles hispanics are doing horribly really bad and why is that that's my question. Oh. And by the same token, we have an African-American community that's doing better than the rest of the country. Mm. Why is that? Let's go study let's go that. Study let's study that. Take yeah. your scalpel out. Let's figure out what they're doing over in the African-American community. And let's bring it over to this other side where they're having trouble and figure out what that is and intervene where there's... That's what public health always was. Where do you think they found typhoid Mary? Mm. Mary, Ty- I remember her. Typhoid Mary is because they had an outbreak of typhoid. Yeah. And they went to find where it was coming from. They it didn't was close that bitch the, Mary. They didn't close <laughs> the city down. Yeah. They went and tried to figure out. Isolate. They, they used their brains to quarantine the source. Well, I think what you're saying is that oh it's, my the, God. it's they, the... I'm saying rational. Yeah, Be rational. it's anti-science, the way that this was handled. It, but they're saying it's in the name of science, and I'm so offended by that. They keep yeah, saying, well, not. just this, we're following the science, we're following the science. You don't even know what you're talking about. They're not. It's an anti-scientific approach. In the name of science. In the name of science. But what I was <gasps> going to, what I originally was thinking is when I hear doctors talk about this virus, yeah. they say the word mortality rate. Yes. Now, average people like us, we don't think in terms of mortality. Right. But when you hear a doctor say, oh no, the mortality rate is extremely low on yes. this virus. Yes. Yes. Then that's when you go, oh, that's how they gauge actual danger yeah. of these things. The, the mortality rate is what on COVID? Oh. 
It depends on your age group, but it's overall like 1%. 1% of people die yeah. from this so, thing. So here's the thing. That's, that's it, huge. Here's my probability of cure of my prostate cancer is 90%. Right. Not 99% like COVID likely to recover, 90%. And since my prostatectomy with my prognosis at 90% cure, I have considered that cured. Yeah. When you're talking about 99% recoveries, you are going to recover. You're cured, yeah. The problem is we have the press who finds those 1% yes. stories. And when there's millions of people getting sick, there's going to be tens of thousands of nasty stories. They find every one and push it in front of us. And so every one, that's me. My, th then the narcissism kicks in. Mm. Now, put your Eastern European ha hat on, <laughs> which is sort of narcissistic. Yeah. And so how should we deal with the narcissism of thinking about everything is going to happen to me? I'm going to be that 1%. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's going to die? Yeah. It's unlikely. Or it's my mom. It's or it's my, but do, highly I, improbable that it's going to be you. I, I can't hear you when you talk like that. <laughs> so, so do it with an accent. Maybe I can hear this you. This is highly improbable. That's right. I would never use it. Nah, this is what my dad would say, man. Nah, it's fucking not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Stupid. Okay. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, no, it's not gonna fight. Right. No, this is this is exactly. Better. Hold on, this is my dad. Better. This is my dad. <laughs> You're not gonna fucking die from this, okay? You're gonna have more chance of dying in a car accident. You die of something else. By the way, <laughs> let me tell you, I was driving down the Wilshire. They have this billboard. It says, "How many people dying of cigarettes this year? Mm -hmm. How many you think?" Uh, in the United States or in, in California? Yes. United Un States? Yes, in the in no, yeah, sorry, in the United States. <laughs> 2.5 million. Uh, so far this year, 500,000. Mm. How many people die of this stupid COVID? 300,000. Okay. Ish. So smoking killing more people. <laughs> yes, yes. So is McDonald's. That's true. Heart disease killing this fat fuck. True. Well, it just went ahead COVID just moved ahead of heart disease for the moment. Yes, yeah, but yeah. should we outlaw this yeah. McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> This this McDonald's. This is the same thing. Yes, I think we should we should think about this McDonald's being. This is true because yeah. these are fat people dying more from eating McDonald's. Fat people. Yeah, of yeah. course. These yes. fat fucks, yes. lazy yes. piece of shit, fatsos dying, uh -huh. Uh -huh. taking up hospitals. Uh, uh, yeah, I see. Uh, so you have a you have a solution to the, uh, the 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 situation in our country, the the obesity <laughs> epidemic. You have a solution. This is obesity killing more people than yes, this stupid yes. fucking COVID. Yes, yes. So let's kill the fat people. What about, no, I don't about killing the fat people. What? How about, what? <laughs> Round them up. You put them in work camp. It's, it's like not, not, that's not a rational recovery. <laughs> how about, how about we control some of the, um, the fats and the and the carbohydrates that they're consuming we change the way we change the laws yeah change the food change the laws change round the them up <laughs> well that's the thing so are we going to regulate uh why aren't we canceling mcdonald's i know i know that mcdonald's is killing well more here's the here's the problem COVID here's this is the hey, we're, we're speaking from the rational recovery everybody ready yeah. this idea one death is too many is yeah. an insane idea there, there's the no way is, to prevent death. But you're this. thinking like a utilitarian. I, no, and that, I, but that I thinking is not, they but, don't do but it anymore. It's just like not that. real. It's I not know, it's real. You, there, people are going to die from COVID. There's nothing we can do about that. We can diminish it. We can reduce it. We work hard to reduce it. But this business of one is too many. Do you know why I think it is? I think we think because we have the internet that we've defeated life, that we've defeated biology. Right. We've defeated shit that's just going to fucking happen. Right. Guess what, fools? There's going to be a virus. That's going to take these old motherfuckers out. And, and aging generally. So, Bro, so yeah. I, I, if you tell me, we have, this is my next topic that's yes. for rational Go recovery. Ahead, bro. We need to talk about um, end of life and, and, and how we want to die and what we want to do if we get bad illnesses. <sighs> like, like if you really wanted to snuff out Tom in his present condition, I mean, maybe. How much is that life insurance <laughs> worth? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Do I get it if he does it but, playing basketball? <laughs> or if he, next time he's with God. Bert, just go, hey, man, I'm not going to be. Next time we're going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, seriously, that I, for instance, never want to be in a nursing home ever. <laughs> if I if I am so demented or so physically de debilitated that I need round the clock institutional care, oh my God. that will not, I will not go. I will die at home, period, end. If I have a terminal illness, I don't want uh, machines and all that stuff, especially if I'm over 80 years of age. That's just cruel. It's, it's cruel. cruel. And people should be talking to their family members about this. Just hook me up with some Dilaudid, bro. Like, give me that extra. Because the families can't deal with it. They can't deal with the grief with of killing. dying. Yeah, of dying. They just oh. don't, they want to divert. They don't want them to die. It's too painful. And so you put people through, I, I've, been, I've been witness to it a million times, putting people through horrible things in the name of the family avoiding grief. Oh. 
And you, you and and the doctors have to follow the family directives unless the patient has made it clear ahead of time. Can you and say that's kill what me you now? Must do. Can you say can you certain elective states, certain, <laughs> certain states? Which you, states are these? Texas, Oregon, Florida, <laughs> Texas. Um, the t- but but no I, I, I want to circle back to the my dad and the flu and all yeah, that. So stuff. what's your guilt? What's your issue but, with his voice in but, your head? Well, because it, it's making me a gadfly out here. It's oh, you think me, you're annoying people with that? Yeah, it's making me. It's making you agitated. Yeah, agitated, and thing. when I and when I see the non evidence based decision making, I get yeah, crazy. It makes and I see me crazy. Too. And I see people suffering. I mean, I, I we went. Susan and I went to dinner three nights in a row. Went to three restaurants every night, and we're just yeah. handing out money to for tips and things, yeah. just because we felt so bad for these people. They're going to lose their jobs across. Christmas I know. and the people that are doing that seem to be like like they don't care I, like I could not sleep if I were the one making that decision. Oh, but Gavin Newsom's eating at the French I, laundry. I couldn't. Inside. I couldn't go to bed, let alone eat at French laundry. I mean, I, I'm just. I mean, it just is breathtaking what they're doing to people who are hardworking. One, I just know. Get, and by the way, not a single transmission in their environments of work. Well, because don't you think the waiters and waitresses would be coming down with COVID left and right if not it was one, transmitted in the restaurants? Not I know. one it's case. Me. So uh, uh, it's dead. De- so okay. So anyway, so what so do you, we'll you, you want me to tell you? Think you're right. You're validated. Wait, wait, wait. But I. But here's the thing that this is the part that I wanted to get to. Okay. Which is so. Therefore, by being a gadfly and questioning and blah blah blah, I'm a grandmother killer. I'm a, a elder. I'm, I want to kill old people. Right. That's my goal. I, all my patients are old, by the way. I do not want to kill them. And by the way, put the locus of control back into the old people's hands. When you ask them, mm. hey, what would you like us to do? on Thanksgiving. They're like, fuck, I have maybe two Thanksgivings left. You wouldn't take that one away from me, asshole? I'm coming to Thanksgiving. You, you know what I mean? Ask the people that you want to protect how the... And if they say, I want to be 100% protected, then then do it uh, by Zoom. Great, but we're That's protecting all. them with yeah. the vaccine. We're protecting them. But, but we're coming. Segment. But the point is, let them live their lives. They're, they're furious with their younger children for, for cutting them off from their grandkids and things. But... Here's something I, I, you know, I've been through other pandemics, right? And this mm-hmm. one has been just weird. And during the HIV epidemic, where hundreds of thousands of people died, and every time somebody transmitted, it was certain death for the other person. Mm-hmm. And, and, and HIV in the beginning, absolutely, yeah. Not the beginning. It's well, yeah. Before we now, had treatments. Before now we they had treatments. Can say, you say yes, life, yes. Yeah. Now we have treatment. Now it's chronic illness. But back in the 80s and the 90s, yeah, it yeah. was death. It was death. And we were in a pandemic. Yeah. It, it involved a very uh, highly motivated behavior, sexual behavior. And we didn't shut sexuality down, right? We didn't say don't ever have sex again. You guys scared the shit we out of We scared the shit out of people. Yeah. We overstated it. I worked with Dr. Fauci on this. Yeah. We overstated it. But we didn't say, here's what we didn't say to the people that were having sex. You're killing people. You're a murderer. You killed your partner. That's so true. We never said that. I know. Can you imagine saying, you're a murderer if you have sex? Yeah. I know. And now that's, we're that's saying you're mantra. a murderer if you don't wear a mask. You're a, mur- a murderer. It's the weird, it's the well, opposite of Well, I think too is the morality shaming, right? So right now the worst thing you can be called is immoral. Uh, you are transphobic. You're racial. You're racist. You are not doing the moral thing. So we're in this weird puritanical finger pointing era versus a reasonable era. It's hysteria. I know. It's like the Salem witch hunts. I think this is, but I think this is rooted in our puritanical roots, Heritage. no? Yeah. There's we've, something about that. We've been through before. We did it with the McCarthy thing. Yeah. We're doing it now. We're, we, we seem to go through cycles where we do this. Yeah. Yes. It's in our, so just be aware that it, it, it will pass. I believe in 2021 once people can have a Coke and a smile and get their <laughs> vaccine and get on with it and get laid. you promising and, me? I, 100%. Oh. Springtime in 2021, I think is going to be I know I say this every few months. For COVID. <laughs> We're going to be just fine. Right. I think so. Right. I think I'm ready for that vaccine. I'm coming quick. I'm going to go get it. I, like I yeah. said, I'm either going to sign up for the J&J phase three. The J&J. Johnson That's what you Johnson. guys call it in J&J. the biz. Mm-hmm, the biz. Uh, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go get the vaccine as fast as I can. It's not coming fast enough. I'm sort of Did you see the that. first woman to take it in, in the Britain? U- in the UK? No. It was why? an older, she's 91 years old and she's like, fuck it. <laughs> Am I going to do that? I'd rather take this than stay inside. Right. You're right. Back to what you were saying. Like the elderly, I think they want to live. They've only, have, they're on a, li- you are, you are taking from them a precious commodity, their time in the world. You're, no. you're guaranteeing cashing that time in for a 10% risk of an illness that they might not even get. Oh, that's nuts. Right? 
If, if I'm 80 and they're doing that to me, the, the group I'm most worried about, here's, here's one of the things I am worried about. So back to rational recovery. Sorry to, to go off on all this, but I needed to talk to Christina. This is yeah, the only way I get her. She's busy what? wiping Tom's ass the rest <laughs> of the time. And so I, I have Such to, I, I can't call her because what every time she goes, I'm here with My Tommy. Life. We're wiping his ass. Do you yeah. want to see an x-ray of his Tom arm? Tom farted. <laughs> yeah. Everybody so, applaud. So, by the way, he did send me those x-rays. It's very impressive. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> um, what was I saying? So I wanted to talk Fuck to the you. old people wanting oh, to enjoy their the, lives. The thing I worry about is we're rushing to vaccinate the elderly in nursing homes who have a life expectancy of six to 12 months, everybody. Once that you're is in the a nursing life, home, that's it for Six you? to 18 months Fuck. is the average life expectancy in a nursing home. So we're rushing to give to them. And I've got all these 80, 85-year-olds that have maybe 10 years to go who are mm. robust. You're going to wait to give it to them? They're the ones that's that should true. be getting it up front in terms of... I mean, not quality of life. Rational. Yeah, but you can't think this way anymore. Again, there's no, Ugh. there's no reason. It's, it's all based. That's on your why feelings. we need the recovery rational yeah, revolution. Yeah, but it's you're just so male and toxic, and your masculine <laughs> scientific thinking. It's white too. It's white. Oh, and you're man. white, and you're cisgender too. Oh, on top of it's so it. bad. I must not see the truth. It's true. I may have a blind spot, but I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, 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 I long for a rational how recovery. Do you, how do you feel about people that play a lot of video games and stay inside? I think that's a. I, 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 it's depressing. I, it's depressing. It's a waste. Why so is that you? No, because um, I said I talked about where my mom's at, and I got some angry emails from um, Jen Jen Wires and Zers who are like, "You don't understand." Well, uh, let me let me be. Gaming's sim- <laughs> awesome. Girls do it too. All right, so let me be sympathetic like, to their point okay, of view. I have noticed my sons have been doing a bit of that as a that that millennial and Y Gen Gen Y Gen Z. They, they they see it as a self soothing thing. Yeah, it's like masturbating. Yeah. Masturbating or or us watching stupid television. It's or like something. TV. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, ninety yeah, day yeah. fiance for yeah. us. Let's be fair. <laughs> and by the way, I've been off that a little bit lately. Yeah, me too. I, I consider that's a good sign. I I'm under like, the crown. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. And Queen's Gambit. Oh, done. I love yeah, it. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but but I I feel like the my reduction ninety day fiance viewing is is my health returning. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Because so... that that is the bottom of the barrel. Like once you get into those types of shows, you're you're it's, depressed. Yes. It's yeah. a, it's that's exactly how I looked at it. I was like, this is a horrible sign. They were watching. Yeah. We're looking forward to the first look on Friday night, it's, and they were watching for Sunday. It's bad. And, yeah, it's, and I know I'm depressed is when I'm really invested in their personalities, and I. Like, and, and by the I'm way, I should be doing those reunions God. for Night at I would love yeah, for I you. I mean, to the do fact that I'm not is that's the other thing I get pissed off by. But I get really deep on it. Yeah, I'm like, why did they say that? Oh, you what's get deep on it. You keep te- Tom texts me three or four time questions about <laughs> what's his name with the ash with the eyes. That's yeah, what I was thinking thyro- about just now as I said that. I'm like, thyrotoxicosis. Why is he acting like that? What personality disorder does he have? I love it. I love diagnosing people on these shows. Yeah, I told you she's the one that scares me. I know. I still don't uh, see that. Although, although uh, a friend of mine's a dentist uh, who he has this dental podcast, and he, she used to be a dental hygienist, which you don't oh. know. And he brought her on, so she was sort of lovely and nice. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, this is all... if she can sustain work as a dental hygienist, she quit. Oh, why? Well, because I'm saying my mom is a borderline, had a really hard time sustaining friendships work. or work. Yes, that that is borderline stuff. Yeah. So if she yeah. could sustain a gig, and especially working with the public as a dental hygienist, then I would say, oh, she's not that yeah. borderline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. could be mildly borderline. I don't know. Yeah. And, and know that reality shows, they, they carefully um, cast people that are not well. You know, that's sort of what they do. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Road rules. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they did. I, I saw my casting Bible when I worked at Buna Murray. I got to sneak upstairs and I opened the Bible. When? This is like, I worked in casting after I graduated college when I was like 24 or something. And I got to see how they put us all together and what the psychology was behind how you fit together. Did, did they have, they needed, pretty a, interesting. they had, they had sort of roles they needed to fill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which like one that. were you? So I was, so at the time I was like the philosopher, dark, brooding, depressed, whatever. No, you're the goth chick. The goth chick. Yeah. And I was supposed to get along with Piggy, who's like the girl from Britain, because oh, yeah. I had just come back from England yes, and they yes. thought we were going to be BFFs and that yes. did not happen. We hated each other. 
And they like that even better. Oh, though. they wanted me to hate Susie, who was like the blonde Barbie all yes, American, perfect, and perfect. she was wonderful, and oh. she and I were lovely friends. Oh, that's fantastic. So it was funny. It didn't it didn't work out oh, that way. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. So um, Nadav is like uh, very anxious that I should oh, listen to these voice messages because I've been asking for some of our of our female fans to bring us the voice messages. So here they are. <laughs> Yeah, you've always been saying yes, that the yes, females I have. bring the different flavors. Yes, so they do. Here are the female flavors of right, Dr. Let's Drew do after it. Dark. Let's do it. Bitches. Hey, mommies. So I had a question about browns and buttholes. And Dr. <laughs> Drew, I know you really started specializing in this area at 50. So I think you could answer this question for wait, me. Wait, I started specializing um, when? Growing in up, buttholes. I what? always... When did I... My dad go ahead, go ahead. But I did start to notice a pattern. You see, every time my dad would drop an extra nasty bomb, he would burst blood vessels in his eyes, and it would be red and bloody for a week. Now, I moved out now and an adult, but every once in a while, if I get lucky, I get to see the red shame on his eyes, and I know exactly what went down. Is this normal, or is my dad officially a really cool guy? Love you, mommies, and okay, Drew, now uh, don't be stingy. You come now. That was cool. That was a good one. The chicks are gnarlier than the dudes. They're that gnarlier are into YMH than YMH stuff. They're the best. They're the best. Oh, they're they're the, so cool. Oh. <sighs> so um, he just is a constipated guy, and, and he, he has to pushes? push really hard, and he gets what's called a subconjunctival hemorrhage. Yeah. But Drew, how hard are you pushing? Uh, very hard. It's I like mean, vomiting. To yeah, do but that. I gave birth to two children and didn't. Uh, burst. But some people are prone to that, or maybe he's on aspirin therapy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. like, well, how about when you puke when you're drunk? Yes. And then you, you do, can that? do that. Yeah. yeah. Happens, so your so. dad just is constipated. He just needs more fiber. Yeah. So he's not a cool guy. He just doesn't eat right. He doesn't right. eat right. Well. He needs to attend to his load a little better. <laughs> For Metamucil crackers. Yes. Those are awesome. Uh huh. Yeah. Are I've gotten into, uh, no, I've gotten into the powder lately. Not Metamucil, but some other stuff I found. Oh. And it's like drinking oatmeal. And it's good. That's exciting. I like it. It's fun every day. <laughs> so, okay. What else we got from the young ladies? Hello, my name is Liz. I'm a 32-year-old woman. I have been on a variety of antidepressants for the last 10 years or so, currently on Prozac, and I like it. It's fine. Um, I fall under the category of low libido caused by antidepressants, as yes. far as I can tell, and yes. I also don't care to fix it. I'm fine with mm, it. Okay. Um, but every once in a while, and it has nothing to do with my cycle necessarily because I've tried to keep pay attention to it, I'll get like ravenously horny for oh. a day or two, maybe, and that passes. Just wondering what that is. How does that break through the, the yeah. sort of fog? Um, yeah, it's is interesting. it hormonal? Is it something else? I don't know. I don't know. Just curious. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Hi, honey. Uh, I'm home. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Hi, honey. I'm home. Hi, uh, honey. Hi, honey. I'm home. Hi, honey. Oh, dude, I never shared this with you. What are you talking about? Uh, show me Heil Honey. Oh, this is yeah, I showed the it Nazi yeah, sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so the SSRIs will really shut your libido down. And the fact that you have any breakthroughs is a good sign. Uh, you can sort of max get, try to get the dose down as low as possible. Prozac's pretty powerful in terms of screwing with your libido. And yes, it is a hormonal thing that when you break through like that. And some women are very sensitive to the cycle. Bruh. Yeah, you? I, you know what it is, girl? You're ovulating. Yeah. That should mean that your egg is coming out and you could get pregnant. So mm -hmm. like don't fuck or whatever unprotected like mm -hmm. those times. That tends to be the case. <laughs> uh, it's the progesterone and the androgen, the testosterone. Oh, it makes you ran makes you, Yeah, it makes you good. So for some women, some are, some are kind of shut down and tired by an irritable. But By ovulation? Uh, yeah. I, 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 every woman is so different. This is what screws men up. I, was telling I you, know. So. But um, uh, yeah, you just ovulating, girl. Give me another one. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Drew. My name is Samantha, and I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for about four years. I knew early on that he had a foot fetish, but I've also come to find out that he has what it's called a crush fetish. So he has a plethora oh. of saved porn videos uh, and pictures bugs. on his computer from random women he's paid online to crush bugs yeah. or insects with their bare feet. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I don't participate in this fetish, but I yeah. do let him touch my feet and things like that. But the problem is I think he's masturbating to that porn more than he actually wants to have sex with me, right. which makes me feel super 
undesirable. But he's told me time and time again that that's not the case. It's just a kink that for him it just works. And in my mind, I don't imagine that this fetish is going going to go away anytime soon. So my question is, do I, A, participate in this, B, move on, or C, just try and make it work without it? But anyways, just wanted your thoughts or if you had ever encountered someone with something similar. So that's anyway, thank you so much. Love the show and hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Samantha. Women are such... Stupid bitches. No, they're they're they're, <laughs> they're such a, they're so good natured. Like I she's know. willing to go along with this. She's, they're such sports. I know. She's such a sport. Accommodating. I mean, it's she think about be. think yeah, so accommodating. Think about the fact that she compared to a foot crushing a beetle, she she's not quite <laughs> as attractive as the beetle being smushed by a heel. <laughs> but don't feel bad, honey. And she's like, oh okay, what, yeah. what can I do to help make it better? She's right. It's not going away. True fetish, and this sounds like a real fetish. Yes, he is masturbating to that more than anything else. Trust me, when guys are into it, the true fetish, you need the fetish in order to function properly sexually. So there's that issue. And these kinds of extreme fetishes don't usually exist in a vacuum. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I wonder what else is going on here. Oh, really? You mean there's other ten- there's not corollary? T- tends to be not, not necessarily bad. And, and he's right. It's just what he's into. Whatever he's into, that's fine for him and whatever. But it, it usually pieces of him are sort of connected to that that maybe you're not getting exposed to, let's say. Pieces of him are connected. Well, I don't understand. You're talking to Parts codes. of himself, uh, maybe traumatized parts of himself or oh. something. Maybe he's not aware of it. But, uh, Unconscious stuff. Yeah, that sort of may need some attention down the road. That's well, all I'm saying. I would ask you, um, how much do you like this guy? Is this yeah. marriage material? If he's marriage material, yeah. Get fucking get out, get your toes done, and squash some bugs, and let him get his schmackle hard. Big deal. You're, it's an easy uh, fetish to accommodate. Well, it depends. Not a big deal. Unless they're big potato bugs or something. <laughs> like, so if it's ants, you're what? good. Who's the girl and who's the boy in this relationship group? I'm saying we switch back and forth. Honey. I know. I think I think that if if you really really are into him, and yeah. this is it. You just got to go to yourself. Am I willing to step on bugs barefoot for the yeah, rest of my life? That's a great way to look that's at it. That's what this guy needs. Yeah. It's not a want. It is a need. Yeah. So, yeah. If you don't want to do that, forget it. Next. On to the next one. So accommodating. Speaking of next <laughs> one, let, let, I want to get a little TikTok going here. So oh. I want you to, yeah, take me through some Oh, talks. can you do the old, the, old, the old man one, the last one on this list? This one's Okay. Uh-oh. So this TikTok's for my mom. Mom, remember that Chanel bag I really wanted that you wouldn't buy for me? I let an old man fuck me for it. Fuck you, bitch. I love her. <laughs> She's definitely one of the cool guys from your mom's house. Cool guys. Is, is there more to this? Or no, is... no, no. You don't. This is a whole story. Like, she what more do you going? even know? Oh no, I know the whole story. I'm just wondering if yeah. she goes on. It just oh, no, you know, she no. sounds like she got a little momentum there. But what do you think's going on there? I think there is all there are a uh, group of young ladies out there that will do the sugar daddy thing just to get what they want. But I, I think the element of f you, mom. You didn't buy this for me. I'm going to show you. And that's yeah. an interesting, because I agree. There's women that are just like, hey, I want a nice handbag. I'm going to bang this guy for right. it. This, gotcha. This Exchange. is sort of in the, now, I, I do not know this young lady. I'm not meaning to shame her. This is just sort of what I'm seeing in this little TikTok is sort of sociopathic. <laughs> right? <laughs> right it's like i'm gonna have sex which i don't care about for a purse which i care about and i'm gonna use it to bludgeon my mom wow that's a pretty sensitive individual right there that's why i talked to you about this (laughs) i'm just a female sociopaths are really dangerous let's talk about that would you like yeah i'm interested in so there's there's you know the h3 podcast Yes, I love Ethan and Ela. Okay, They're my favorite people. So I'm going to go on with Ethan and uh, what's her Hila. name? Or no, you're talking about the other one that yeah. he does with Trisha Paytas. Trisha, with Trisha and, e- yes. and Ethan. And we're going to... So they're called their frenemies or frenemies, best frenemies. Yeah. So yeah. I've been on it oh before, tried to help them through. And it was really kind of interesting. <sighs> and, uh, and and God bless Trisha. She was very forthcoming with her pathology. And she had it all. She knew. She's she, great, Yeah, man. she was great. And so we're going to go <laughs> back now and we're going to test much like I did with for the Howard Stern show yeah, and stuff, yeah. I'm going to do that for that whole group. And we have new things now. We have something called um, test. So we now we don't now just psychopathy. have psychopathy. We don't just now have the narcissism test, but we have 
the dark triad test. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. But explain that to people. Which is sociopathy and narcissism. And so we, we've got, <laughs> we've, we have a, as a country have gotten sicker yeah. and we've moved right on past narcissism and on into sociopathy. And I would, I, for, to me, it feels like we've become histrionic, all this hysteria. You know. Histrionic. Yeah. And yeah. so anyway, we're going to start measuring for those phenomena now oh and see gosh. what we find. And, uh, you know, and I, I think this young lady would score pretty high on that Gosh, scale. Gosh, was it your podcast I was listening to where you discussed the rise of the uh, narcissism and the... I stuff. talk it about it all your, the time. It was on your I've podcast. I've always talked about it. I forgot what the person had said. It, it was a psychologist that you were speaking to about yeah, this. Yeah, I, 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 I bring it up all the time because it is astonishing. Yeah. And it's problematic. And it's what the mess is we're in is sort of fundamentally because our personalities are going a certain way. And yeah. what, what I keep advocating is for is connecting, sharing with other humans. Other humans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's interesting too, in, in light of this accident that Tom was in, you know, um, I'm always struck by people who their first inclination is to run to social media and share the tragedy. Yeah. Like I, I went dark on my stuff for a few days. Yeah. Listen, you know how much I love curating my talks. I didn't curate talks for like 48 hours. It was... <sighs> Wow. Really crazy for me. I, I had no desire. That's like that, no desire. That's like to uh, curate. giving up heroin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, incredible. And I'm like, well, that's that nor that to me felt more normal to not it want to take to social normal. media it and be like, normal. my husband's in the hospital because I'm like, oh, this is private. And then you're right. There seems to be no delineation between yeah. public and private anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, this impulsive need, compulsive need to share every little thing bullhorn to yell it out to the crowd it's like weird yeah it's not it's not self-protective i would say well, that it's also you don't exist you, you only exist if you exist in this sort of ether and the ether doesn't is not real the real is between two people yeah. that's what's real you know people have lost track and then they don't trust it they don't feel comfortable in it they don't have boundaries in it Aha. and they do shit like this young lady does yeah so let's hear let's see another talk while we're at just just get a couple of tiktoks in I know we've been indulging ourselves in our conversation, but we've been apart for a while, and you understand a lot's I gone know. down while we've been apart. Good morning, my uh, queen above 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's time to wake up. Come on. <laughs> yes, you are my queen. What? Uh-oh. How did you sleep? <laughs> I slept good. I guess did so you sleep good? <laughs> It really gets me. I hope you're rested and be ready for work. <laughs> All right, my queen, it's time to get up and you have a good day and call me when you can. I love you, my queen. <laughs> you have a beautiful day. For the first time, I wanted to be like a little Perushka in his head to know <laughs> what the hell's going on in his head. I want to know. Does, does he, is he like a sinister cruel mastermind inside or does he really want these young ladies just to feel good and he kind of gets off on it now who's the forgiving i'm just saying you're so it could, sweet it could right go now. either you're so accommodating it could go either way it could go either way it's all i'm saying i think judging by the reaction in the booth they don't agree with you yeah, but I'm going to be going gonna, a certain way. I'm going to be taking that doc triad test to those guys. Trust yeah. me, <laughs> they'll be taking it soon. Well, so. look, let's go through this because this video I thought about for a week or two. Like, Why? Was, man, first of all, it's the POV. He's pretending yeah. that she is under him and he's shirtless and he's like, we've had a night together. Is that what he's doing? Bro, yeah. I just thought it was just he just rolled out of bed and his computer's down below and he's too lazy to lift it <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Drew. I know. I'm, sweet, I, no, no, no. It's more Drew. than sweet. Naive, yes. Naive. <laughs> yes. My boyfriend has a pretty big dick. And so. And so, so it's a POV. It's like POV porn, right? So okay. he's like. It's already. I'm, I'm listening. She's yeah. under me. Yeah. We just had a night together. And he's like, oh, you're awake. And then he does an act him out where he's like, what's that? Oh, I thought he was actually doing like a chat or something. Oh no! Oh, he's see, pretending. Thought, oh, this is that's right. This is a TikTok. Okay, see, I got sucked into it. See, I was I was there under this, <laughs> yeah. this gentleman. I was there. <laughs> you were on. You were swept away by the romance I, of I, it the, all. Just the. I was so felt so positive being called a queen above eighteen, and how he was so made me feel good about myself. And I I just that's thought I'm the in lure. the chat room with him. And that's the lure of the the king. 
is that he finds think, these women like you who need validation and who like it. Yeah, I got to wrap the show up right now because I need to go vomit. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> is that okay? I need to go throw you're, up right you're now. To you're the audience he wants. I, I, you're the I, queen I, above 18. <laughs> I can't believe you fell for it. He roped you in. Completely. Yeah. He, he, Completely. he romanced you, Drew. Yeah, he did. I went, I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder if he's thinking something nice about me. Oh Maybe God. he's not just a dirty old <laughs> screwball. Maybe he's not a cool guy. Maybe he really means well for these people. <sighs> well, I think, okay. And me. So, so to answer your question, because I've been an, an observer and a studier, a student of the king. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. I do think that he is a sweet guy at his like, core. Like, like it feels good to him to, to yeah. like, like he's positive for yeah. him. And I, like and if I were to, if we were to confront him, yeah. he would go, well, I'm just trying to help these women feel better. It makes me yes. feel good. makes them feel good. hundred percent. And then, uh, <laughs> well, and if get? I just a little bit, <laughs> bonus. Big, big deal. If I see some boobs. <laughs> it's all right. Mazel. So yeah. much. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. It's like, I, who am I hurting because this is between consenting adults? Yes, yes. It's the kings and queens above 18. He yeah, makes yeah. it very clear. No, no. It's mutually consensual. I get to see tits. I make them feel good about themselves. It's it's mutually beneficial, he would argue. And he's not wrong. It I, is. I wonder if he's able to have relationships in real life because this is probably... Ah. Because this is probably consuming, and this thing is—he's doing a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's a whole this. business now. He's selling T-shirts. <laughs> he's got his merch company, and he's driving his truck. He's driving and... the truck. He's—he's he's a CEO now. <laughs> I just hope I he doesn't ever like do Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate it when they pornoize Santa? No, I don't mean pornoize Santa. I just don't want oh. that guy volunteering to be a Santa ever because oh, he because no, it has no. the right features. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, uh, she what are you trying with to the say? Queen. Are you fat shaming him I'm now? just saying keep him with the queens. Yeah. Keep with the queens. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all right. Okay. One more. One more TikTok. Yeah. Come on, I mean, come on. Come on. You just got me rolling now. I'm happy. <laughs> Skylar, oh. you've been on hormones for five years. Mm -hmm. How are you about to have a baby? Well, that's simple. I'm stopping testosterone. Duh. And actually, I already have. I've been off testosterone for several months now. Um, that's how I'm going to have a baby. But also the misconception is that folks who use testosterone can't get pregnant. Duh. That's very incorrect. Testosterone is not a birth control. You can still get pregnant while on testosterone. So what I've done <laughs> is I've been off of it for several months so that I can have a healthy menses cycle and ovulation oh. so that I can have the best pregnancy possible. So now that that has returned and I battle my dysphoria every month with it, mm. I'm happy to say that I'm ready to start trying to have a baby. And that's a whole nother part. But the mm -hmm. fact is, is I got here because I stopped taking testosterone because my body is getting ready without that hormone. You see the t-shirt? <laughs> must say meth head? No, no. Oh, what is it They, say? them. Okay, yeah, yeah. So haven't we seen them before? Yes, we've seen them. So yeah. this person is really great about educating people on what non-binary yeah, stuff means. Yeah, yeah. And like they've, they've, yeah, they've taken us with them on their journey through hormones and stuff. Yeah. So they've decided to stop taking testosterone yeah, in get, order to get, get pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Well, in order to cycle so they can get pregnant. I mean, they probably could still get pregnant on testosterone, but screw the whole thing up probably. But yeah. And uh, again, I'm worried about that stare. She's got a little white above the, you know, she's got the, uh, oh, yeah. like, what's his name? Yeah, Ash. <laughs> like Ash. And a little white above. And, that's, and I started thinking, you know, testosterone fucks with all the other hormone binding globulins and things. And she may have a thyroid problem on top of that. Which will affect her preg his their, their pregnancy, pregnancy. Um, and uh, good for them. Mazel, as you said. Just that, no other deep reactions. Just be honest. I mean, it's it's fun, right? There's a lot. <laughs> it's just funny. It's a lot. It's a lot because you're like, wait, it's a lot. I'm trying to follow. I'm like, wait, you're it's not a lot. To... It's like, whoa. Here, here, whoa. But, but, but here's the deal. It, it's not going. It's not going to get simpler by getting pregnant and having a baby. It's going to get very complicated. Way worse, man, especially because your hormones are so crazy after you have a baby. I can't even imagine how they're going to feel. How do you even, what happens it, to the it's body? Gonna, and she's already, she was, they were saying they have dysphoria and stuff. And That's like, going to be tough. And it's interesting because I bet the dysphoria gets better with the testosterone, which is kind of interesting. So, but maybe because they feel better when they're more male. The just, dysphoria. Testosterone is an antidepressant. Oh, is that yeah, what it yeah, is? Yeah. 
You should talk to Susan about that. I, mean, when she I know, got her, I know, I know. Because you know, they were telling her she was depressed, depressed, depressed. Then she got a proper replacement. She's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? This whole yeah. time, that's what it's been? That's all it was, was a hormonal yeah. imbalance. Yeah. yeah, there's just a lot of hormones going on in that person's body. It's got to be a really crazy town in there. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their nails were very nice in that Oh, I missed that. Oh, they're long that. and black, and I like that. Oh, you like the black nails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very goth. Do you wish that she was? they were your mom? Uh, Wouldn't that be well? <laughs> You're like, more, Mom, uh, don't call me Mom. It's day death. More, I'm thinking. You're like, okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm literally sitting here thinking, how far was my mom off of that in her own version <laughs> of what yeah, she I was? Yeah, I know, mine too. Yeah, so it's probably it's what just the attraction a, is for me. It's just too. a modern version of stuff we were exposed to when we were kids. It's, it's true. The same. It's so true. Same shit, different toilet, so. as they say. With the same shit, different toilet, we will see you all. <laughs> Speaking of that, next time, uh, thank you again, 818-253-1693 and DrAfterDark at gmail.com. And uh, thank you to our Queens Above 18 uh, voice messages <laughs> who, who left us great messages, and I want more of those. They're, they're always, I don't know, there's something less... Um, they're they're harsh but not so sinister (laughs) you know i feel you have a real self-loathing of masculinity inside of you that that, me yeah we need to talk about it we will the next show i promise talk about this toxic masculinity we'll do that shaming shaming my male yeah your inner male is just my male oh i know where that comes from i know so So maybe maybe too much testosterone maybe it's okay to have a male shaming in there we will see you all next time (sighs) bye all conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.